hey guys welcome back to my podcast my name is faith i'm so sorry that i have been away for a very long time i hope to be more consistent so with that being said today's podcast is like very impromptu spur of the moment is not scripted so you're going to hear lots of mistakes and editing but it's currently trending in my country now and it's a big issue because it's between uh, a pastor and um the musician or rather the wife of a musician basically she's a popular person so she's not like a nobody coming out to accuse him of doing something and i feel like i should talk about it now because if i don't i'm just going to sweep it under the carpet and that'll just be the end of it so with that being said i'm not supporting anyone i'm not against i'm not for we just we all want the truth we all have different opinions we've formed different versions of the stories in our head we have all come to a conclusion we've already judged the person but um i think we should be more open-minded and reevaluate the situation um hopefully the truth will be revealed because i believe that nothing is hidden under the sun for too long so with time the truth would definitely be revealed um with that being said please enjoy the rest of the podcast and do not forget to hit me up if you want to be a part of this conversation um hit me up on my instagram or send me an email it's going to be in the description of this podcast so do enjoy the rest of the podcast thank you hey guys welcome back to my podcast my name is Faith Joe. So presently we have a situation on ground and it is the whole accusation against Pastor Biodun Fatoimbo, who who is the um he is the general overseer and the founder of Koza, which is a church in Nigeria. And the situation at hand is the fact that he's been accused of rape. I use the word accused because legally in law you are presumed there's this presumption of innocence that protects you so you're first presumed innocent until proven otherwise and that is why it's an allegation for now no one has come forth with concrete evidence to say he raped me and now focusing particularly on busola dakolu who is the wife of timmy dakolu she came out with a video an interview revealing how the whole incident happened and a lot of people of course who have opinions said how would he just show up early in the morning not knowing who's going to open the door and despite your elder sister being upstairs how could he just push have pushed you and raped you and then gone to your car gone to his car to give you crest to drink of course the story on its own seems very unreal it seems unrealistic but we need to understand if at all you're going to give a story of rape why don't you make it juicy if you are lying and that's why i say probably it's her memory is a little bit hazy because it happened a while a long time ago i won't even say a while ago it happened a long time ago and so maybe she she may not know everything detail detail like how it happened but at that point in time you can't fully recollect how you felt and everything that was going through your mind as it was happening considering the fact that it's someone who you place at a very high level in your life a pastor who is supposed to be like a spiritual head over you so with that being said the fact that she's coming out now to say it doesn't mean it never happened 
you guys need to understand the society that we grew up in. Nigeria is not really a place that we 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 are still considered shallow thinkers. Not all of us. Some of us are still considered shallow thinkers because of how we grew up, the kind of things we were exposed to. As long as I know, I'm a 90s kid, and I know if you were raped back then, everybody points the finger at you. Like, how did you get raped? What were you wearing? What were you doing at his place? What time did you get there? Why did you go there alone? They keep asking different questions, like, it's all your fault that you got raped in the first place. Not understanding that you could still go to a place to see a guy with a short dress, you stay late with him, you could even make advances. If that guy is a guy with high morals and who is disciplined, he would not touch you except you give him the go ahead. Depends on the person. It's not the fact that you wear something short or anything. Of course, you may get tempted, but the fact that you carry out the act, you shouldn't put the blame on the girl, on the victim, on the person who got raped. The rapist is a rapist. Even if you put him in a room with a girl who is fully clothed, in fact, she's, she's with trousers, she's wearing three pants. Like, if he wants to rape you, he will go the extra mile to make sure he does. So we should stop this talk of saying, um, what were you wearing? Where did you go to his place and all that? Now, coming back to Timmy Dakolo's wife, Busola's case, if I may call it that, she was at her place putting on nightwear. And of course, very early in the morning, you knock, someone opens the door. Who knows if it was our elder sister that opened the door, who knows what would have happened. Weren't there. So everything that we're saying, is still kind of hearsay evidence because we're hearing it from the mouth of someone. So, and then we try to put ourselves in a position and see how we happened and try to visualize. But the truth is there is no smoke without fire. I'm not accusing her of having consented to the sex but i have a feeling it happened there was some kind of sexual thing going on and even if he would not admit to raping her he needs to admit to the fact that something went down because i don't see any reason why she would come out and say this pastor raped me how many years ago to what end what does she stand to gain and when people say, why didn't you come out years ago to say, why didn't you report to the police? How is the performance of Nigerian police? How do you think they would have handled the case? Considering the fact he was actually a pastor in court, even back then. How do you think your parents would handle the situation? Wouldn't they say, ah, you are lying. But at this point in time, years after this whole thing, this whole, this ordeal happened, years after she's coming out she's an adult her parents don't come and shout at her how can you say this about pastor biodun how dare you you are a disgrace to this family in fact you are no longer our daughter and then they just ostracize her and just keep her in one corner no they can't do that now she's an adult she's a mother she's a wife she can fend for herself at this point in time i want to believe that she has obtained a certain social status in nigeria she and her husband you understand so i don't think he can intimidate her whether with money or with police or anything at this point in time that's another reason i think she came out now and right now what does she stand to gain what does she stand to lose um there is a quote that 
this it's not a quote but it's a saying like do not mess with someone who is not afraid of losing something or who has nothing to gain who has who stands nothing to gain or who stands nothing to lose you don't joke with those people because at that point in time they are doing they're going to do their own truth and see what's on their mind and i feel that's another reason why she came out now i don't know i'm not in busola's head but i'm trying to make reasons or rather create a defense to those asking the question why come out now if this case goes to court and they are looking for some kind of settlement monetary of course it's going to raise an eyebrow i everybody would be suspicious oh are you guys broke or something like you just wanted him to give you money or maybe settle out of court or you just want to tarnish his image we don't know but if it goes to court and somehow the remedy that you're looking for is not a civil one like um pain hard dam to pain her for the damages caused whether it's psychological trauma and any of that if if her if she wants is to get this man behind bars that would be more of a just thing to do than for her to request for money to be paid in form of damages that's my opinion but as the situation unfolds we are just hoping that the truth comes out because at the end of the day nothing is hidden under the sun for too long the truth must come out no matter how hard you try to hide it it will come out and i believe in the law of karma you know what goes around comes around so everyone should just come down with the whole situation it's okay to have an opinion no doubt we all love having opinions but at the end of the day put yourself in the situation of both parties that's the only way you can be neutral if you are fatoyibo if you were pastor biodum and this kind of thing comes up against you how would you react how would you respond if it's true if it's not true if you are busola and this thing happened to you or busola was your daughter or she was your wife how would you respond to the situation it's not about jumping into conclusions we have to be rational thinkers i believe that that is what differentiates us from animals so we should just try to reevaluate the whole situation i want to i honestly want to believe in our judicial system but it's not really the best It's not really the best in the market right now but I want to believe that things can get better. And if we can prove that with this case, it would really mean a lot to um the judiciary, to the judicial system and boosting our reputation and our competence and effectiveness, so to say. I I will say this and I'll say it a thousand times with no apology. There is no smoke without fire. And considering the fact that Nigeria is a very religious country and Nigerians are very religious why do i say this is that we put our pastors in very high esteem like oh my god they are angels and they could do no wrong there's nothing wrong with that my only issue is that when we do that we lose focus on what's important in life and our focus should be on god the author and the finisher of our faith and not on our pastor Our pastor is a man who decided to walk that path with God and help others see the light in 
his own direction and just be Christians, be good people on earth. If you take that position as a pastor and you are using it for a different course, it's going to, it's, it's going to eventually bite you in the ass, sorry to say. Because Nigerians are very religious. It's very hard to find a Nigerian, a properly brought girl in Nigeria accusing her pastor of doing something if he really did not do it. You would be very scared of coming up or coming out to say it, but an average Nigerian girl would not accuse her pastor. She can't accuse any other. She can't accuse uncles. She can accuse teachers probably because the teacher feels and she wants to just get back at him. But your pastor, because we're very spiritual and we believe, we're very religious, sorry, and believe in that uh, you dodge not my anointing, that I do my prophet no harm, that fear still lives in our heart. So before you come out to actually say something about your pastor, it means it must have happened. Maybe not exactly the way she is describing it to be, but it definitely must have happened. And I would leave you guys with this. Our past, our present and our future, they are all linked together. And if only you can connect the dots, you would see that you can't escape your past. So try the best you can to just do good in your present. So in the future, your past doesn't come as a consequence of something you do not like. It doesn't come in form of something you would regret and something that would destroy your present legacy. I sincere condolence goes to the Dakobo family. Um, I have no idea what you guys are going through, but... I hope the God that I serve, I hope he brings you out of the situation. Same thing goes to the Fatoimbos. I hope that if you are as innocent as you claim to be, I hope that God vindicates you. If you are a true servant of God, if you're a true man of God, God will not see his people or will not see his true servant be persecuted and just do nothing about it. So if you serve the God that I serve, if you are a true man of God, and if this whole thing is just a play and try a play to down play on your personality and your reputation and trying to bring you down as a man of God, sincerely, I hope that um, the truth be revealed and you be exonerated. But if not, I hope that justice takes its course. Because I would only stand for truth and I would only stand for what is right. So guys, that's all I have to say for now. Thank you so much for lending me your ears. Thank you for taking our time to listen to the entire podcast. I really do appreciate from the bottom of my heart. With that being said, I hope you join me on my next podcast. It's going to be a little bit more exciting and more life transforming and changing. Until then, be good, be kind, be positive and share positivity to the world. Uh, I'll see you next time. Do have a great day. Thank you.